Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Well, good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills, and welcome to all of you who are visiting us today for our online worship service. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and it is a pleasure to be here with you all. 
I want to give a shout out to our music team for leading us in that opening congregational song. Uh, thank you to Nicholas, Michael, Marie, Carl, and Lauren. Lauren, thank you for providing the lyrics so that we could sing along with you all. It was a perfect way to usher in the spirit of worship. I'm going to share our announcements and then we'll return. We'll continue with our service. So today we have our Sunday fellowship gathering after service at 11 a.m. I invite you all to join us. And everyone is also welcome to our Monday Zoom house party, which is tomorrow at 1 p.m. Our next critical conversations meeting is tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. We will be discussing unconscious bias and it, the discussion will be led by Dr. Michelle Myers, who's an excellent psychologist. I'm looking forward to that discussion. Everyone is welcome and you can invite others to join us. I want to thank those of you who have been participating, who have been courageous enough to be vulnerable in your sharing, to be transparent in your sharing, to be loving even when you disagree with what others may be saying, and also most, uh, most of all, to be willing to get to know each other more and create a stronger expression of love in our spiritual community and in the world. So thank you all for that. We have Bible study at 1 p.m. on Wednesday. So if you're interested in going into a deeper spiritual meaning of scripture, feel free to join us. And then we have meditation service on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. And everyone is welcome to join us for that as well. We're participating in the 2021 Crop Hunger Walk, which will be on Sunday, May 2nd, which is next Sunday. But our church is not actually going to be walking we're just going to be we're doing a fundraiser for it to give to the families who are struggling with hunger because I don't feel comfortable with us walking yet. Maybe next year we'll be able to participate and actually walk in the crop walk. I invite you to join us by donating to the event on our Facebook page or on our website, which is unityfh.com by specifying crop walk when you make your donation. I want to thank those of you who've already contributed to this event. We have already raised $645, which I'm so excited about. And I want to thank the those of you who will be contributing to help us to meet our giving goal of $1,000. I'm really excited. We're almost there. <laughs> the next women's group meeting is also next Sunday. It is at 2 p.m. and we will be discussing prosperity. This is a perfect conversation to segue into my prosperity class that I'll be teaching that same week. My seven week prosperity class, which is entitled Open Your Mind to Prosperity, will be from May 4th to June 15th on Tuesdays from 6.30 p.m. to 8.45 p.m. We will be using the book Open Your Mind to Prosperity by Katherine Ponder, which is available on smile.amazon.com. You can sign up for the class by emailing me at seniorminister at unityfh.com. I'm really excited about this spiritual journey into learning Catherine Ponder's formula to open your mind to the spiritual consciousness that will attract a life of prosperity or a stronger life of prosperity. And our next Youth Sunday service is in two weeks. It's on May 9th at one o'clock. That is Mother's Day. The service is for children ages five through 11. In honor of Mother's Day, we are inviting mothers to participate in the service with their children 
so they can be acknowledged and honored for your special day. For, any, for information or if you have any questions, you can contact Sharon Clace at youth at unityfh.com. For all the links to our activities, our classes, our groups, and events, or to sign up for our email blast, please visit our website at unityfh.com. If you don't see what you're looking for on the homepage, go ahead to the calendar of events. To schedule an appointment with me or to request prayer, feel free to email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com or you may call me at 248-737-9191. My office hours are Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And I'm also available after hours if you, if you need to talk to me after hours. You may also email your prayer request to our prayer ministry. That email is prayerchaplains at unityfh.com. After the prayer chaplains and I have prayed over your requests, we will send them to Silent Unity to be held in vigil for 30 days. I want to thank Roxanne Berry and Eileen Lindbergh who are our prayer chaplains for your sacred service to our spiritual community and everything you do as prayer chaplains. Thank you so much. Well, this concludes our announcements for today. And now as we join our music team in singing Surely the Presence, let us open our hearts and our minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer. The Daily Word for today, Sunday, April 25th, 2021, is thankful. Thankfulness is my heart's natural expression. Will you affirm that with me, please? Thankfulness is my heart's natural expression. The message reads, I need no special reason to be thankful, no list of blessings to inspire gratitude. Unity author Reverend Eric Butterworth wrote, One can be grateful with the same spontaneity as being happy. It simply flows forth from within and becomes a causative energy. With a thankful mind and heart, I release worry and frustration, trusting that my every need will be met. I discover more of God's prosperity uh, presence in myself and others everywhere I go. 
I see possibilities for good even in challenging circumstances. Eager to share my thankfulness, I welcome opportunities to be of service to others, just as I gratefully accept blessings shared with others. I live in the flow of life, love, peace, and abundant beauty. I am thankful. And the scripture for today comes from 1 Thessalonians. It's chapter 5, verse 18. Give, me, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Let me say that again. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Let us pray. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and just take a deep breath and allow your consciousness to float right down into your heart center, aligning with the one power and the one presence that is active in our life and in the universe, God the good omnipotent. And God, as we acknowledge your presence within us, we also acknowledge your presence within this worship service. And we thank you for blessing this worship service and everyone in attendance. And we thank you for bringing forth in our consciousness the readiness and the ability to understand fully your spiritual message in the talk for today. And also, for we thank you for the way that you will guide us into being a living expression of it in our lives. In the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, we pray. Thank you so much, dear God. Amen. And now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our UFH growth affirmation together, extending it out to our youth Sunday service and all of our other activities that we are having. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. Thank you for affirming that with me. And I'm, I'm still working on an affirmation for our youth program. And I want to thank Marsha Bob for the affirmation I'm going to be leading us in tomorrow for our critical conversations uh, meeting as well. That, to, to extend this out. Thank you, Marsha, for that. Well, we're going to have our first special song entitled As. It will be led by Michael, and then I will be back with our message for today. And the rosebuds know to bloom in early May Just as hate knows love's secure You can rest your mind assured That I'll be loving you always As now can reveal the mystery of tomorrow 
I really like that song. Actually, that's one of my favorite Stevie Wonder songs. Um, as thank you, Michael. That was awesome. Awesome. Uh, I can tell you guys were having a good time <laughs> performing that song. Thank you, Nicholas. Thank you, Marie, Michael, Carl, and Lauren. And Lauren, thank you for that video. It was a, a really cute video that you had that went with the song as well. As perfect as usual. <laughs> so there was a man who was talking to his friend and he told his friend, you know, I haven't spoken to my wife in 18 months. And his friend said, really, why not? And he said, well, I never want to interrupt her. <laughs> She's been talking all that time. <laughs> oh, man, I wonder if Howard could understand, identify with that. <laughs> oh, man, anyway, I thought that was kind of cute. I thought I'd share it with you all. <laughs> so... Today is the last Sunday of the month. Actually, it's my dad's birthday. I got to remember to call him and tell him happy birthday. Um, but in, in unity, April represents the month of love. And we've been talking about love all of this month. And we've been going deeper and deeper into it. And last week, we discussed the love of God. And love is our the, our ability to attract, to harmonize, to bind, and to draw to us is the prospering power inside of us that harmonizes us and our oneness, that aspect inside of us that binds us, the essence of our being that binds us to God and all the universe is actually love is the, our natural state of being. It's the natural state, spiritual state of being in each and every one of us. And today I want to go a little bit further from what I was talking about last week. So the title of my talk today is The Love of God, Gift, Law, Power, Choice. Again, that's The Love of God, Gift, Law, Power, Choice. Because the love of God is the agape love that we were talking about last week. And agape love can be thought of in those different ways. It can be thought of as a gift. It can be thought of as law. It can be thought of as power and also choice. And so I want to begin by go diving into this go, because it's a, a lot to cover today and I want to get through it all. So as we go into looking at the love of God as a gift, it, a gift is usually something that is freely given to to another and we read in John chapter 3 verse 16 last week that where it says for this is how God so loved the world he gave his one and only son that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life now the interesting thing about that is that when God gave his only begotten son, we talked about where well, his one and only son is also uh, is also said in that scripture and other verses. I mean, versions of that scripture, it says his only begotten son. The one and only son represents the Christ in you and the Christ in me It's the divinity within us. And it is through the divinity in us that we receive God's love that we are actually one with God's love. It is also another God that expresses God's love through us freely in Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 44. 
we read, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation, by the way. You will know that I am the Lord, O people of Israel, when I have honored my name by treating you mercifully, mercifully in spite of your wickedness. Now, that's a deep thing that we talked about that last week, loving just for the sake of loving. When God loves just for the sake of loving us, he and loves us even beyond what we really deserve. That is the gift of love. That is God's gift of love. It is a spiritual expression of God's gift of love. Now, the powerful part about it is because we are one with God, we are already one with the love and the love in us, which is God can't help but love us because that is the nature of love is to love. So that is how God provide God gives us love as a gift by loving us even what beyond beyond above and beyond what we actually deserve. There's another scripture in Psalm 103 verses eight through 10. Let's see. Yeah. And it says the Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. He will not constantly curse us or nor remain angry forever. He does not punish us for all our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. So God gives God's love freely to us just for the sake of giving. And so that is one way that we can look at the aspect of the power of love is that it is given to us freely by God. And as it is given to us freely by God, which was the same way Jesus gave to his disciples and everyone in this world freely, we are charged to give in that same vein freely to others. And we talked about that last week, but that is part of one of the aspects of the power of God's love. God's love can also be thought of as law because God's love is, let's see, in uh, verse 1, 1 John chapter 4, verse 16, and we read this last week too, it says, God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. So we see right here that God and love are the same thing and love and God are the same thing. God is absolute. God is divine law. God is divine mind, divine law, divine expression. That is the divine order of God and the way in which everything comes in fru into fruition through the spiritual essence of God's divine mind in the essence of the heavenly experience of God's mind. So because God is love and love is God and because God is absolute, that means that love is absolute as well. That means that no matter what, there is no way that God's nature to love us will ever change. When there is that absolute in the essence of anything, it is considered law. In 1 Corinthians, as a matter of fact, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which is considered the love chapter. Verse 13 says, three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. The love inside of you and me, me will never, ever change. The nature of it, which is to love, will never, ever change. And so the gift that God has for us 
is also the divine law of God being manifested in and through you and I. In and through us, whether when we're unconsciously aware of it as God providing love for us, no matter what. And when we are consciously aware of it, the beautiful thing about the law of God is that it doesn't change no matter what. Now we change <laughs> sometimes on a drop of a dime, depending on how we feel about somebody. But God is not a God of feeling. God is a God of law, absolute spiritual divine law, the essence of which never changes. So when you think about love, love is also law. Love is a gift. The love of God is also law, never changing, absolute, absolute good, absolutely, absolute love, absolutely. And it is the expression that is you and me. We get to choose to demonstrate through that gift of love. And we get to choose to demonstrate in the expression of the law of God. And the beautiful part is when we trust and live in it, when we trust and live in it, there is no way, no way that it can ever fail us because God's love is unfailing. Actually, that is in verse uh, chapter 13 of first Corinthians in verse seven, it says, love never gives up, never loses faith and is always hopeful endures through every circumstance, which means love will never leave you. God will never leave you because God's presence is always inside of you. And even when we, when we shift and transcend from this body, graduate to a higher expression of life, our spirit will be the one leaving the expression, leaving the body. And we will still be one with God. It will still be the absolute love of God demonstrating within our consciousness because we will still be the essence of God's love. We will still be spirit in expression. That is powerful. When you think about that, when you think about what you are, that you are a gift of God's love and you are God's law walking around that. However you choose to demonstrate, however you choose to demonstrate will demonstrate God's law in your life. The next aspect of love that we can think about, or the next way that we can think about love is that love is power. Now we already said that there are 12 spiritual faculties that Charles and Myrtle Fillmore identified in, as they created the unity movement. And Charles and Myrtle Fillmore are, like I said, the founders of unity and love is one of them. The center for love that it, that is located in our is in our body is located in the heart center, right in the center of your chest is in the back of the heart area. And that is where we are tuned into the presence of God's oneness. And in that space, when you're tuned into the presence of God's oneness, you are tuned in to your spiritual faculty, your spiritual power of love. And the spiritual power of love is a healing power. It is a power that restores, harmonizes, and refreshes us into the higher expression of who we are. And so the scripture that I want to use for that one, the, to, to talk about the healing power of love is also from Proverbs, uh, let's see, Psalm, it's from Psalm try to remember this the scripture it's from psalm 103 and this is verses three and four and these are some powerful verses verse three says 
And this is, like I said, Psalm 103, verse 3 and 4. Verse 3 says, for he forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. And then verse 4, he redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. Now let's dive into verse 3 and see how healing, the power of healing of love works. The, the healing power of love works within you and me. First of all, I sa- he, he says here, he forgives all my sins. Now, the beautiful thing about forgive, Charles Fillmore says that forgive means to give up error for truth. That's what forgive means. It means to give up your sinful nature of missing the mark, your, your thoughts and your ways of being that are missing the mark of expressing God for to give it up for the truth, to give it up for the truth and become the expression and focus on God again. But the, the beautiful part about it is that when we allow ourselves to move in a state, state of free, uh, into a state of forgiveness, God forgives us too. Actually, God always forgives us. And the Bible says that not only does God forgive us for our sins, but God forgets our sins. God doesn't keep a record of our sins. And that's a powerful thing to remember because we do sometimes, we may forgive people, but we won't forget. And so it's registered in our mind. And as it registers in our mind, it keeps us focused on the consciousness of that, that error thing that happened to us. And it contributes to a form of dis-ease. When you shift in your consciousness to forgive, the healing power automatically starts to restore divine health and wholeness in your consciousness and in your body and in your circumstances, which is why it says he forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases, my diseases, which is diseases. The beautiful part about it is now you become restored from the result of death on a human experience of the, the, the expression of God in your life and then a quicker experience of death in your body as well or other circumstances in your life that you were drawing to yourself through the law of prosperity as you were tapped into the law of love. The law of love opens up your highest and greatest good when you are tapped into the presence of God. The moment you move your and shift your consciousness out of the presence of God or out of the focus of love, you start to go into a sinful consciousness, which means you go into the lower life, the low life, which is a life that is led by the human experiences, the lower expressions of the energy within your thinking. The moment you forgive, God forget, God shifts in you. And as God shifts in you, you rise up to the higher expression of life and you begin to live and move and breathe and have your being in the high life. When you live, move and have your being in the high life, you are yanked and restored from the consciousness of limitation, separation, illness, and death in your body. And you are restored in consciousness to the eternal life of your soul and of your spirit. And your whole life starts to shift because now you're aligned with the abundance and the oneness of all things that draw you to your highest and greatest good. And that's important to know because if you're wondering why things are going wrong in your life, you got to look at your thinking. 
You have to look at your thinking. It always starts in the spirit realm of the mind. Just like in God with divine order is divine mind, divine idea and divine expression in man is divine is the is the mind is the thought and it's the expression. So somewhere in your mind, you have thoughts that are linked up somehow to something other than God. And if you do, that is what's contributing in your life. Those things that are going wrong or some form of illness or some undesirable circumstance, some issue in a relationship, some issue in your finances, everything that goes on in your life is somehow connected to your demonstration of love. It is linked to your demonstration of love. That's why first Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13 said that the greatest of these is love, that all these things last forever, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love because love is what binds you to everything that is in this world that is of your highest and greatest good. And if you're not consciously focused on it, you're drawing yourself away from your highest and greatest good. And you will see it demonstrating in your life. The first way you can, the first way you can kind of pick it up, pick up on it is how you are feeling. How are you feeling? How are you feeling emotionally? And how are you feeling in your body? And that right there gives you an indication that you're in alignment with God, the, and the essence of love within you, the law and the gift of love in you, or you're out of alignment. So the healing power of God's love demonstrates itself when you are aligned in consciousness with God. And so that is important to remember in Psalm 103 that God forgives my sins and heals my diseases as God forgives your sins, which God is always forgiving our sins. But we have to link and forgive our sins as well, which means we deny the power of any error based thoughts, any false thoughts any low base vibrational beliefs, any words that we are saying that are not loving and any actions and deeds that are unloving. We have to shift those. The moment you shift those, you've, you have moved into forgiveness. Whenever we shift and repent, refocus on a high consciousness, on the high life, we have forgiven ourselves and our sins are forgiven as well. And what happens is we are redeemed from death. We are redeemed from the third dimensional realm and experience the experiences of the third dimensional realm of limitation, separation, illness, restriction, and death. And we are moved back into the high, the expression of the our highest and greatest good, which means in verse four, that we are, it says, and crowns me with love and tender mercies. When you are crowned, you are blessed with a high, you are honored and blessed with a high vibration of something. It says you get crowned with love. So you are restored in the consciousness of oneness and you experience the mercies of that oneness. Isn't that deep? That is so deep. There are moments in my life where I find myself wondering why my day is going so crazy. Sometimes if I wake up and I don't align with God, most of the time when I wake up and I don't tap into God, when you tap into God, you tap into love. When you tap into love, you tap into God. If I don't, my day tends to go downhill and I have to stop myself and I have to move back and forgive. I have to give love where for, for error that I um, experience. So in those moments when I haven't aligned myself consciously, I find myself in the low life of experiences, experiencing from the human perspective. And I want to move to the high life of the spirit 
experiencing through the spiritual perspective instead of the human perspective. But you can live in the human perspective aligned with the spiritual perspective. That's why you quiet yourself down and be led from it from the inside out, not the outside in. If you're led from the outside in circumstances and people around you and situations and what you hear going on on the news and what you feel in the vibration of this world, you will be led into sin, illness and disease. It is important for us to remain focused on the gift of God's love, the law of God's love, and the healing power of God's love. And I love it that the moment you shift back, God's healing power shifts with you. Your life shifts because where you're focused and tapped in, spirit and law automatically are activated within you. That's powerful. That is so powerful. And the last way that you, we can think of the law of love is through choice. Love is not a feeling. Love is not affection. Love is the, the essence of our state of being, our spiritual state of being, and it is a choice. It is a choice to be tapped into that expression of love. It is a choice to live as a gift of love. It is a choice to live in alignment with the law of love. It is a choice to harmonize in the healing power of love. This is all a choice. And I love in um, Joshua, in Joshua, he says, let me see which chapter that is. I love this. In Joshua chapter 24, verse 14 and 15, he is talking to the Israelites and he's telling them that they have a choice that they can follow the uh, serving the gods of their ancestors. Um, let me read it. It says, so fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. That's one of our choices. Put away forever the idols of your the idols, your ancestors worship when they lived beyond the Euphrates River. Euphrates River and in Egypt, serve the Lord alone. Now, idols represent anything that you put your focus on and put it be in front of God. So if you put your job, make your job your priority in front of God, you make your wife or your husband or your family a priority or even yourself a priority or your feelings a priority or your addictions or your lust of life, anything that you make a priority over God becomes an idol. That's the spiritual meaning of this. Anything that you put before God becomes an idol. And Joshua is saying to serve him wholeheartedly in verse 14. We go to verse 15. It says, but if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Make a choice who you're going to serve. You can't serve both. Because that's duality thinking and it really brings you down into a lower vibration of love, of life and love. You don't have a high quality of expression of life. The only way to have a high quality of life is to live in a high life of your relationship with God. When you ignore God's presence in your life, you will experience the human limitation, separation and restrictions in your life. You have to be, you have to choose to link and choose to be focused in the gift of God, the law of God and the healing power of God's love in order for you to live and experience the high life, the high quality of life that is your highest and greatest good that is waiting for you. That's the other part of the gift of love is that you have in your life these things that are waiting for you to demonstrate your highest and greatest good that you may have a life full of hope, full of, um, full of hope 
and a future and love. Verse 15 says, down, we, we keep on going at the end. The last part of the scripture says, but as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. And I feel the same way. There's two things here. As for me and my family, there's another verse that said, another version of it that says, for, as for me and my house, you and your family, there's two things. It's the spiritual expression of it. It means you and all of your thoughts, taking your thought, control over your thoughts and choosing to live according to having God be the, the Lord of your life, which means that you serve God in all ways. You serve God as a gift of love. You serve God by honoring the love of the law of love that you are. And you serve God by staying in alignment with the healing power of love. And your choice is focused in that. The other part is you in your household, you and your physical family are in alignment in serving God as well. So that's what he means here. There's two ways. There's always a spiritual meaning and a literal meaning here. The literal meaning, we got it, that he and his family are serving God. But spiritually, it means that your, you and your, and your consciousness of thoughts, you will align all of your thoughts, the family of your thoughts with the consciousness of God. And you will live in that vibration. Now, when we do this, we live like Jesus did. We live like Jesus did. Jesus said that he, he, to his, his disciples before he left, he gave them one commandment and he said, love each other. He said, a new commandment I give you, love each other as I have loved you. When Jesus walked this earth, Jesus walked in all forms, all four aspects of the love of God. Jesus walked as the gift of God, serving and giving love as he, as he received got love from God. That's why he said, these things that I do are the, he who sent me doing these things because Jesus was so linked into the experience of the son of God in him, the divine presence of God in him, that everything he did was led by that, the gift of love that was in him. And he became the physical gift of love for us when he was on the cross and superseded his body. The pain and the experiences of his body and the consciousness of this world and, and, and superseded it to fully align with Christ in him and then to commit, commend his spirit, to submit his spirit to God. He overcame everything in the lower life with the expression of the high life. And that is what we're here to do, too. That is what we're here to do, too. And even if we cannot fully do it like Jesus in this lifetime, we can do our best to aspire and to, and to thrive, to be the example that Jesus was and still is through his life, through his teachings, through his expressions. Be the gift of love. Give of your full self as God gives us God's full self to you. Not changing completely every single time and through every cir circumstance being the expression of God. That's when you tap into love as the law. And then move into the healing power of God by staying focused in the consciousness of God. And when you see yourself sliding away, you'll tell by your circumstances feeling uncomfortable, your emotions feeling uncomfortable, your feelings uh, responding to circumstances. Those are your feelings when you respond or react to circumstances. And also your, the, the outer, your outer circumstances being uncomfortable. Anything in your life that's feeling uncomfortable is linked to you being out of alignment with the healing power of God's love. And then the last part of it is choose 
every moment of the day. Choose God above anything else. Release the idols in your life and choose God. Number one, priority in your life. When you do that, you will see that you are going to be experiencing life as if you are also the number one priority in God's life. That's the awesome thing is as above, so below, which means the things that you tap into that are in spirit will manifest in the physical realm. And then the things that you do in this physical realm will demonstrate in the spirit as well. will call out in the spirit as well. So if you're living in a human expression focused on human circumstances, the spiritual realm will co-create with you a limited realm, a limited life expression. But if you live in the physical realm linked to the spirit of God that is inside of you, tapped in, tuned in, turned in, like Abraham Hicks says, you will experience the highest and greatest good, a higher quality of life. And you will always feel content and peace because as you live in the essence of who you are, this, your natural state of being, you will demonstrate your natural state of consciousness, which is peace. And you will manifest your natural state of action, which is acts of kindness as a gift of love, as the law of love, and as the healing power of God's love and choosing to be one with God. Those are all powerful. And that's what we can do to help to dismantle anything that's going on in our life that we do not like. Anything that's going on in the world that we do not like, we start with us. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Let there be love on earth. Let it begin with me. Let there be diversity, equity, equality, and uh, inclusivity. Let it all begin with me. And then we demonstrate it and we co-create demonstrating it in the world. Thank you, God, for your powerful message and the way you brought it up on showing us how the love of God, that is us, can demonstrate as a gift, as the law, as the healing power of love, and also as a choice. Thank you, God. Amen. Whew. And so now let us go ahead and ease into our giving righteously segment, knowing that even giving through financial expression is an expression of God's love. So let the donation come to you that you're feeling from God led to give that will stretch you past your comfort zone. And let us affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And for those of you who are giving online, you may go to unityfh.com. Click on the donate button on the homepage. You can donate through credit card, debit card, or PayPal. And also remember when you make your purchases to use smile.amazon.com so that proceeds can be donated to Unity of Farmington Hills through Amazon. If you're sending in a check to Unity of Farmington Hills, you may send it to 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And whichever way you choose to give, let me tell you right now, like I always do, I thank you, I thank you, and I thank you some more. I love that we are a beautiful giving spiritual community, and I will be discussing you, discussing to you in the next service how some of the members came up with an idea to contribute and give back to our community through a benevolent fund. I'll share that in the next service. We're going to have our next special song entitled 
there is always, there is a way. And it'll be led by Lauren. And then I will be back with our closing prayer, virtual prayer circle and our prayer for protection. You say love is just a word, just four letters in a row, just a thing that people say, oh, they never tell you so, and you use every excuse to let nobody in, now this cloud you bring around. Has become your only friend And everybody's saying that it's going to go away But it don't go And everybody's telling you one day it's going to change But you don't know if it's really going to end But there is a way, there is a spark There is a hope that you can hold on to There is a lifeline
Wow. I really liked that song too. I, it is so awesome to have <laughs> such a basic church uh, uh, band and music team that every time I hear music, <laughs> it's like, oh, I like that one as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you, Lauren, for leading that. Thank you all for accompanying him. It was a beautiful, beautiful performance. It lifted my spirit. I really appreciated the video as well. Thank you all. Thank you, Lauren, for the video. Thank you, Nicholas, Marie, Michael, Carl, and Lauren for the beautiful, uplifting performance. I could feel your heart was in it, and I appreciate that so much. So let us go ahead and prepare for our uh, closing virtual prayer circle. So I invite you to gently close your eyes and take a deep breath. And as we take this deep breath, we center in our heart. We center in the area within us that's tapped into the healing power of love. And bring forth the name of the person or persons that you are praying with today. And as you bring forth their name, feel the presence of love being activated in their heart center. Knowing that God is manifesting your prayer, that you are praying with them. Manifesting it right now, bringing forth their highest and greatest good by aligning their minds through forgiveness to release those unaligned behaviors, thoughts, words, deeds, beliefs, and realigning them with the consciousness of God's love, the love of God, to bring forth the healing power of love in their life. And let us just believe it, know it, receive it, and be the expression of happiness and celebration that the prayers are answered that we've put out into this virtual prayer circle. And God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you for your mighty gift of love that is loving, healing, realigning, and restoring right now, right now. I, I thank everybody who contributed to bringing this service together. And I thank you, God, for blessing this service and blessing everyone who contributed to this service. And God, I thank you for blessing everyone who is a part of this service, everyone who contributes to the expression that is Unity of Farmington Hills and everyone who's connected to them. You bless us all and you bless the world. In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling, loving Christ, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us affirm our prayer for protection. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Well, like I said, today is the birthday Sunday. I forgot to sing it last month, so I'm singing for those of you who have birthdays in March and in April. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, you are wonderful. Happy birthday to you and many more. <laughs> now, I know my voice isn't as eloquent and melodious as our music team, but it did come from my heart. For those of you who are joining me uh, for the fellowship gathering today, I'll see you in a little bit. For those of you who are not, enjoy the rest of your Sunday and the rest of your week. And I will see you next week. Until again, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid. Let us close by singing the prayer for protection, not the prayer for protection, the peace song with our music team. And until we meet again, I'll see you later. Peace and blessings to you. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.